If you listen to the Rotating Tab podcast, then you know we are big fans of Epic Brewing Company, located in the Rhino neighborhood of Denver. The people are awesome, the tap room is really cool, and all of the beers are wonderful too. I mean, you can get a little bit of everything, something for everybody. Uh, I personally love the Paca Hard Seltzers, they're made with real fruit. They have one that's like orange and vanilla that I've really been digging recently, and on a hot day, they pour that in like a slushy machine, and ugh, it is so damn good. But if stouts are more your thing, their Big Bad Baptist series is world class. They're coming out with new creative IPAs all the time, and it's worth checking out. Uh, the Rhino neighborhood is probably one of the most fun parts of town. You can do a little brewery hopping, but make sure you start and end at Epic Brewing Company. They're big fans of the show. You should support them because they support us. Uh, we do a live comedy show with those guys, too. That's on Thursdays. Uh, the next show is June 17th. Uh, those usually start about 8 p.m. Uh, we have some of the best comics from Colorado. People are starting to tour again, so we have people from New York, L.A., Basically, you never know who you're going to get, but lots of our comics that we have on our shows have been on HBO, Comedy Central, Netflix, Late Night, all the stuff. So come hang out with us at Epic Brewing Company and have a laugh, have some beers, have a good time. Lots of cool stuff going on at New Image Brewing Company. Uh, one of the most exciting things is that live comedy returns to New Image, finally. Our friend Christy Bukley hosts an amazing show there that... I'm excited to be a part of, I'll be featuring that night, for the one, the only, Ben Roy from True TV, Comedy Central, and HBO. The man is a local legend. That's Friday, June 25th at 7 p.m. Free show, so come down to the brewery. Uh, the earlier you get there, the more likely you'll have a seat. This one is going to pack out quick, so don't miss out on that. Put it on your calendar. And then outside of that, you know what to expect from these guys, and that's to not know what to expect from them. But you can always anticipate that it's going to be very well done, including their Pint Cake series. This one that they just released on the 11th is called Banana Nut Muffin. It's a sour ale with banana, cinnamon, vanilla, walnut, and lactose. Kooky. And then they just released a new collab that they did with Four Noses called Playing With Your Friends Toys, which is a hazy IPA, New England IPA, but they use this hop cannon that Four Noses has. I don't even really know what it what it's all about, but uh, according to them, the hop cannon should increase the aroma and flavor of the hops by dissolving the oils from the hop pellets or powders. And these two breweries are some of the best in the state, so you can count on it when they get together. It's going to be amazing. So grab some either at the brewery or you can try to order some online. If you can't get any in Colorado or because you don't live there, uh, just go to their website and you might be lucky enough to have it shipped to you. But go check out their tap room. Uh, it's amazing. The food's delicious. The beers are good. The staff is awesome and uh, definitely worth the trip. Do you run or work at a brewery tap room that doesn't have a kitchen and you're always left scratching your head about what to do about it because, hey, we got a full tap room here. People are pounding beers. Somebody just shotgunned one out of nowhere, but they happen to get hungry. That's a problem with the human condition. What can we do? Well, you're in luck. You can actually order some Rocky Mountain pizza to serve right at your tap room so that people never have to leave and they can have delicious food right then and there. Rocky Mountain pizza sells pizzas wholesale, so you just buy them in bulk from them. And they even supply you with an oven so that you can cook the pizzas right on site. It's super easy. And they're really amazing people. So if you want to support a Colorado business, feed your customers, and improve the quality of your tap room, Rocky Mountain Pizza is the spot for you. Uh, you can go to rmpizza.com to put in an order. And you can even request some free samples if you want to try it out for yourself. They have cheese, pepperoni, sausage and pepperoni, deluxe, and then 
in the rumor mill, the pizza rumor mill, if you will, uh, they have a margarita pizza coming out. And then closer to the end of the summer, they have a barbecue pizza coming out as well, which both sound absolutely delicious. And I can't wait to try them myself. But if you're at a tap room, you're having a beer and you see a poster for Rocky Mountain pizza on the wall, fucking order it. If you're hungry, it's delicious. You won't regret it. It's going to go great with that beer that you've got in your hand. And it's so good and you don't even have to leave. You can trust me on that one. Grab some Rocky Mountain pizza, whether you're running the tap room or you're just sitting in one because it's so damn good. I think my problem is that I'm just a little bit of a slut when it comes to beer. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to the Rotating Tap Podcast. We've got Steve Vanderpool, Corey David, and special guests. Maybe beer people talking comedy or comedians talking beer. Listen up, everybody, and we'll see what you will hear. I won't waste any more time because it's going very fast. It's the Rotating Tap Podcast. I will let you loud. Great, and we're off. Uh, hello, hey, welcome You're to. Speaking. Yeah, we're already talking. Oh. This is how we start podcasts. We just go for it. <laughs> I welcome. Need a goddamn beer, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, get a beer. Too. This was such a chaotic uh, situation to walk into. That one. Let's. let's oh, you want to save that one? Well, then where's the drum so roll? There's ones? a there's a bunch in the fridge. Got a shotgun halfway through. Yeah, well, we'll beer. redo this. This is a horrible start. No, These mics not. peaking are going to give me anxiety this whole show. Yeah, yeah, are you watch, are you I can't not watch the levels. Hey, be professional. I'm a film student. One at a time. One at a time. No, I am too. I know. It's hard. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Rotating Tap Comedy and Craft Beer Podcast. My name is Corey David. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Do you want me to handle the audio levels on this? Yeah, get get in there. Here, I can just put this up like that. (laughs) Anyway, we're doing a pretty unique comics episode tonight because we've got some fun people in town uh, from out of town, some locals, some not, but we just got, we've got a really, uh, a really great lineup of beers, which we usually do beers on the show that we hate. Yeah, we're doing hype beers. Uh, We're doing a lot of hype beers tonight. So we're very excited about yeah. that. Yeah. By the way, I'm Steve Vanderplug. Yeah, thank you. See, <laughs> <laughs> so he had so many things going on. He had headphones. He had to turn knobs like they were nipples for a second. And he got flustered very fast. Dude, yeah, I'm just saying, was... like, if, if you're twisting nipples, you better be careful because yeah. you turned too open? hard. Yeah, no, we're good. I mean, we'll edit something if we have to. But I, the less editing I have to do on the show, the better. Peter, pull this thing a little closer. All to right. So you can have quiet. It. Yeah, no, so, no, no, no. Just that that mic, you have to be a little closer to it. Yeah. So, guys, do us a favor. Tell us who you are, because uh, this is a pretty unique uh, guest characters that we've got on the show today. Hi, my name is Brent. Uh, welcome to Rotating Tap Podcast. My name yes. is Brent Gill. Uh, we have some fantastic hype beers on the podcast today. To my go. co-host joining me, Corey David, you Steve Vanderpool. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're nailing it, though. Doing yeah, good. I mean, you did a great job. First take, killing it. Uh, <laughs> that's me. I'm Brent. Yeah. I'm, I'm all one take Gill. What's your deal? I mean, you live here half the time, and then you're in L.A. half the time. That is correct. I like golf. I like cars. uh, And so I play those in California. Is that If you you had to choose between a weekend of golf or a weekend of cars, what would you take? Am I paying for the golf? It's all free. Oh, boy. God damn. I would take a high-performance driving school over a golf round uh, any day. 
If I didn't have to drive my own car, like if I could drive one of their like new M4s or M3s or like an M2 comp, that'd be pretty cool. How about M4 on a golf course? M4 on a golf course? Even <laughs> fucking better, bro! Let's fucking go! Yes! Find out how that trap cornering is. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Uh, but yeah, I'm back and forth. I, uh, you know, I'm out here just uh, smoking some cannabis and uh, living some dreams in the second greatest city in the Union. Mm-hmm. Keep it going around the circle. Uh, I'm Peter Hines. Uh, I'm in uh, town this week doing shows from Indianapolis. Uh, basically, I'm here because I believe in Fauci and I got both my shots. So. <laughs> I believe in Fauci. I'm a Fauci yeah, fan. He, he's all about Tony Fauci. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was a good boy for a year and then they say you don't need masks, you can go travel, and it was like, I'm doing it. Wait, you were really good for a year? Yeah, it was hard. Really? Yeah, I, I have some people in my personal life without getting too serious that like I had to be very careful with uh, so that I could still, you know. You just didn't avoid them like I did? I avoided them as best I could, but it was still like, I mean, I had to work, I had to work kind of like a, a service industry job because Copy. Like, I lost all my jobs when it started, but yeah, I was masked, I was like so careful with that I would make sure I would spend at least two weeks before visiting anyone but wow you know it just takes one time you're right it just takes one time to kill your grandma it's just like pregnancy yes exactly. you just gotta leave it, it in for takes, a little too long it takes the one time yeah <laughs> good thing I didn't have a mask break you know yeah uh and I'm Michael Isaacs. Yeah, and I'm Michael Isaacs. I'm here uh, in town every week. Uh, Imposter. Yeah, and uh, I'm happy to be here. To let's see, uh, today earlier today, I, I discovered a new love for Madonna. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if y'all heard her lately. Song, yes, Queen. Uh, I was listening to the Immaculate Collection. It's like an hour-long collection of all her She's stuff from like the '80s, and it's pretty incredible. Really? Yeah. Like all of her stuff from she's the just 80s? like who who why did no one tell me that she was one of the best except for countless yeah. women and gay men throughout my entire <laughs> life? <laughs> you always gotta listen to the feminine side, dude. They yeah. know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Madonna, Whitney Houston. Yes, yeah, of course. <laughs> but dude, Madonna is fucking so hot for sixty uh-huh. something years old. Yeah. So is Martha Stewart. She's even older. Interesting. Yeah, she's she's even older. Yeah. She's gotta be 75. You know, for a woman like, that has like 84. I fuck Martha Stewart at 75. But for someone yeah. that has a very clear Nerf ball kind of texture to her, you would think <laughs> if she presented herself to you, you would not be able to say no because those over medium eggs the next morning are the mm-hmm. best things you would ever it's have. True. In your yeah. entire it's true. Well, that's how she traps you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she has, yeah, it's oh. Nerf all around. Yeah, it's I thought it was a pussy lip joke and then it went to food quick and I was like cool I missed it but fun yeah, but yes. he actually meant over easy eggs in the morning yeah. <laughs> no over medium that's the gold standard she even says that in the orange is the blue new black episode that she's <laughs> It's literally the gold standard. Uh, yeah, one of the fun things we love to do about uh, having comics on the episode is that we just talk about everybody's different experience with craft beer because this is normally kind of a nerd-esque kind of podcast, even though we don't really do a lot of nerdy beer stuff on it. Fuck nerds. Yeah, fuck the nerds. Uh, it's mostly, this is mostly yeah. a debaucherous <laughs> podcast about craft beer. Uh, so if you guys actually just let us know, uh, what was everybody's like... You remember your first beer, first and foremost, and then what is your relationship with craft beer? Uh, my first beer, besides just like grabbing a sip or something, was I was 
I started drinking not not late, but like at sixteen, seventeen, you know. Yeah, real late. In real late. <laughs> well, compared to my friends, I guess you know. Yeah, it was never like for and me. It was uh, yeah. High school was uh, sorry. Junior high was mostly weed. We did yeah. a lot. We smoked. I started smoking weed when I was like twelve. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but we didn't. I didn't drink alcohol until I was eighteen. Yeah, yeah I so quickly. In camp, yeah. Yeah, I quickly went uh, alcohol, weed. One year later, harder drugs. <laughs> Hell yeah! It was a it was a real quick uh, alcohol, thing. weed, cocaine, heroin. Um, yes, pills. You're the gateway guy. You're what I got warned about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think so <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was just I don't know. I was like to forever. I <laughs> can see that being like a character in the Conjuring universe, the gateway guy, and it's just like ah. <laughs> the gateway guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't know. My my friend's parents were out of town. We ended up drinking at his house and at first i was like a little scared you know to drink and so like i would uh, take a piss outside and i'd pour a little of my drink out <laughs> and so by like two two hours in they were like you're not drunk like at all and then and then i got uh real real drunk with you, the rest of them you got bullied into it not no i mean like i wanted to but i was also like i didn't you know i was like what does it do you know <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm so. still figuring that out. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then after that, I, I like drinking. I don't know. Okay. It's a good time. Yeah. Nice. Uh, mine was uh, I, I drank way earlier because I'm a good Catholic boy. I started at go. 13. There you go. Um, but mostly it was just like skimming off the top of my dad's alcohol bottles. But my first craft beer that I remember that like where I was like, oh shit, this is something. But. <laughs> Was uh, that right there? We're gonna leave that in. We're gonna oh, leave we that leave, in the edit. Oh, we leave all the burps. In. <laughs> yeah, they're all in if there. If you guys have a better burp, I challenge you to do oh, so. Oh, don't do that. I will because I'm gonna. I challenge everybody. you to do so. No, you I've won't. I've been belching since I was a child. No, you won't. I've been the Bro. belching champ on this show. I am the belching. And that's what you use these microphones for Game constantly. Yeah. Okay. I'm just here to watch the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, I like watching the best athletes from around the world gather mm-hmm. in one living room. The Bell's Olympics. <laughs> Uh, but no, Dogfish Head 90 Minute was what oh. really like opened me up where I was like, oh, damn, this is... That was the one yeah. that really spread your legs and it really just opened yeah. you up. Just it got ga- me loose. Just gaped you like real hard and <laughs> <laughs> somebody shoved a 60-minute bottle up your ass and you were just like, I love Sam Calgione. Yeah, and I was man. like, you're an eight and a half? Get in me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's upgraded to 12 fives now, so... Uh, hell Yeah. Uh, Brent, what was your? Did I miss that? Yeah, well, I have no. I uh, I have a lot of experiences, uh, but I'd say uh, probably the most memorable with a craft beer, because of course we all stole our parents' beer and yeah. drank with our neighbors. But my first ex- like memorable experience with a craft beer was my uh, older brother when my parents were out of town had a big party at the house and they got a keg of Breckenridge Avalanche. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, this was probably, I was a freshman in high school, so this was 2000. That's it, just 2000. <laughs> 2000 uh, and. <laughs> and zero. 2000 <laughs> and. <laughs> and uh, I got fucking annihilated. And then, uh, so my, br- my brother threw the party with our buddy, Ryan, and then 
Ryan's mom came to check on the house because my parents are assholes. They're like, hey, Susie, can you go check on the house? And there's like a hundred cars in the driveway. And she just rolls in and rolls downstairs, calm as shit. And she just goes, all right, guys, time to go. (laughs) (laughs) And I just scurry upstairs and I am belligerently drunk. And it was was great. I uh, didn't even throw up that time. I felt like a champ. Nice. That's a hard beer to start with. That's a very hefty beer to get drunk on. I'm super familiar with that? What style is it's it? A it's a heavy blogger. Not a lager. It's an like amber. Amber. The worst right. beer style yeah. on the planet. It, it's a tough one. It's absolutely the worst. The They're, ambers are... Why the, do you think it's the worst? Dude, oh, it's just the blandest. So it's why? the blandest it's of the bland. Yeah. There's nothing it's else. It's heavy, though. Yeah, it's heavy, but is that what you want in anything? As like, a, a quality point? As a 15-year-old, I don't think I want any of that. <laughs> yeah, just like, I want oh, heavy. I want some heavy. I would have done that. I did... I went to the Snowball Festival up in Winter Park. They had one time... And it was like Kendrick Lamar was headlining. Heard of him. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Relevant on pop culture, Brett Kill. <laughs> I've always been uh, on top of it. They, hey, Mom, if you listen to this, he is a musical artist. <laughs> <laughs> we got, uh, we made a bunch of vodka gummy bears and then had a bunch of, av- we got a six toll of avalanche ale and just made beer mosas and got fucking hammered on orange juice and avalanche. Oh, gross. Yeah, oh, dude. Have you guys ever actually done like a brass monkey? Have you ever done like a proper Is, is that a rusty monkey? deal? It's, uh, o- it's OE and you drink it down to the label rusty and you fill it with uh, orange juice. You never done that? Like that Beastie Boy song, Brass Monkey. Okay. That's what that's about. That's what that really? Yeah. I've always called those. I've always called those rusty nails. No, you Where drink you it down. Da- you drink it down. I, th- I forget the specific lyrics, but it's drink it down and then you fill it back up. That's very specific to like drinking the only. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, the mixture. I that, they designed that as the lab when they were making OE, and they're like, okay. We don't like what we have if we fill the whole thing. <laughs> but if you strategically drink it down to the label and then fill it with your favorite dole, it will Bob, be the beverage Bob, that gets the fucking party off. The black and mild business model. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't use as intended. Yeah. It was like Dutch masters too, right? How much money right? are they wasting on the tobacco? <laughs> yeah. Why is Dutch sweets? Why even put it in there? What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. It's like a Give Dutch. Ma- <laughs> so much extra time. Yeah, they're just giving away all of this extra tobacco. All of the entire tobacco industry is just basically stuck on being a filler for any for another so product bad. yeah yeah that's the only thing that's keeping it together that's the backbone of the whole thing I feel like I found a stick in one of my swishers one time so <laughs> <laughs> like a legitimate like stick a legitimate stick they're just gonna start filling it with sawdust it's just gonna be a plastic s- cylinder yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. if you smoke it at this point it's on you like, yeah. <laughs> anybody find a rat bone in one yet that's gotta be out there. that's how you get real Rat bones? What do you think fuzz made out of? (laughs) (laughs) It's not just rat bone, bro. (laughs) Dude, I I got shit for this when um, when we did the podcast with Josh Blue, but I'm more of a ramen fan than a pho fan. Like, where do you guys stand on that? I'm ramen for sure. I don't like either. I've only had pho. You don't like either. I don't like either, but I, I would take ramen over pho. I don't know what pho is. Pho is it's a it's a it's a worse version of ramen that uh, the Vietnamese. Yeah. No, I like ramen. Like ramen get ramen gets uh, the I like the noodles more. You get eggs and you get other veggies. In yeah, there. you get like real ramen, not like the the 
college student packets. No, no, oh, no, that's no. the only kind I like. It comes with the egg. I mean, that that sells it for me. It comes with the egg. Yeah, but if you had a prepackaged version of an egg, yeah. Doesn't matter if it's chicken noodle, just like plop an egg in there. You're like, this is full circle. I, hey, listen, Not only I've did done, I cook your bones, but I'm also going to make your birth. I've done <laughs> that with Top bowl. Ramen. I've hard boiled an egg for Top Ramen, and it rules. It's really? so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa. But now I, I want to put some eggs in chili now. I want to try egg and Don't do that. You're a fucking monster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but eggs deviled eggs chili? are trash. I will go hard what? stance on that. Deviled, deviled eggs are trash. Yeah, deviled eggs are the best. Trash. Yes, deviled eggs are store-bought garbage ones fine but like yeah real, like a homemade double oh, egg fuck me running <laughs> yeah oh yeah yes i mean to be fair you can't run very fast it'd be pretty easy to fuck you so and i run on all fours and then i strategically strategically take breaks where i roll over and spread my legs that's a runner uh, so we are drinking drum roll which is a hazy parallel from Odell Brewing Company and one thing that's fun about this beer that I didn't realize drum roll please oh you just ruined my story well, I didn't know until I go up to a bartender and say, can I have a drum roll, please? And in that moment, I'm just like, oh, I see what you did there. That's really fun. Boy, well, that's the know. first time thing I thought when I read this label earlier. I know. But, well, you're very, you're much smarter than me. Michael, <laughs> we've established I like that. The, I like the late payoff, though, for we've you. We've established that ten times over. I have yeah. complimented you many times on how good your jokes are, and then you basically compliment me on being happy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a perfect way to segue into uh, uh, one of our favorite comic segments. Yeah. Uh, Peter, pick one of these. You brought you brought a couple of dark ones. Really yeah, cool stuff. Right? I think since the drum roll's a, a pale ale, I worked at a brewery. I'm a bit of a snob. Let's go to the Heady Topper because then you're going to just, you know, one-up it. All right. You know, we're going to the All right. You want to go to the Heady Topper? We can get started with Bombers Club, which is uh, part of the show that we always do with comics episodes where we share a bomber, which is the bottle size. It's called we are, instead, we are doing Heady Topper outside of the can, which is, which is fine. Specifically against what they say. Exactly. There's a large yeah. print on the top of the can. It says, so drink, drink from can. Not, not only that, but. Exclamation point. It's yelling at you. <laughs> we're putting. We're putting it in a solo cups. I'm so. putting it in a coffee cup, like Bomber a real late wear. night show. Uh, so, as a part of Bombers Club, uh, every comedian on the show shares a bombing story that they've had. Never had one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another show, Jeff Hall, We've right? already made fun so, of you yeah, so yeah, many times on the pod. That's the fun part is that usually we just share Brent bombing Brent stories. Bombing yeah, stories. Whenever, we're, whenever you're not here. So, we're just happy that we could cover all of them for you ahead of time. Uh, yeah, so when we share new beers, we always just like to go around, commiserate a little bit, share a bombing story. Uh, anybody that wants to jump in, if you have something that comes to mind, feel free to do yeah, so. Yeah, I got it for sure. Uh, the oh, why my mind? Wow. Oh, time, time change. This was this was probably my favorite one ever. This was the very first paid weekend I had in my career. Mm. I'm like a sophomore, junior in college. I'm open. It's at the Improv. Uh, this is back when Stacy Hart was still the uh, a GM there, and I was opening for uh, for Tony Rock, which nice. I love Tony Rock. Oh, dude, good. Was Tony Rock and Garrick Dixon was his feature, and I go up there and I'm doing 15 minutes. I'm real. I'm I'm making sure I stay to my time. I'm making sure I don't go over. 
And I get to the end of my set. It's like 14 minutes, 14 and a half minutes. Like there's no time. And I just hear from the back of the stage or the back of the room, get off the stage. <laughs> and I had fucking nothing. I had no response. And I just go, uh, please keep your table conversations to a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a fucking airplane yeah, stewardess. I fucking crumbled uh, under it. And I told, told my buddy this. He's like, you got to come up with comebacks. What? <laughs> you just said keep your table conversations <laughs> to a minimum? You suck. What are you that was my very first like real real bad bomb other than when I had a gun pulled on me but other than that I feel like that oh, was you've also a, had a gun pulled yes. on you at a show mm-hmm. cool I have Wait, also had whoa. that experience is that a so, common yeah. thing yeah uh, enough anyway. maybe I haven't yeah. bombed abortion <laughs> jokes abortion jokes that some women don't like those yeah, I oh, also yeah. at a show over the summer. Uh, I, I had we. Were I don't like your jokes about killing people. Here's my gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. So when? Did, how did you have a gun pulled on you at a show? This was a uh, and Spencer James knows the story better because he because I didn't see it. She she they. I was on stage till she leaves the place, comes back in with a gun under. Did somebody just try to John Wilkes booth you and they were gonna shoot you from behind? <laughs> like you didn't see the fucking thing happen? They they fucking she pulled the gun out and she's coming like towards this. She comes back in the fucking room and uh, Spencer James and a couple other comics. Uh, Roger Norquest was there, and um, the uh, the the bartender. Because uh, apparently she was a regular there, and they just like okay, all right, and they just shoot her out, and that was it. They didn't fucking call the cops or anything. And uh, Spencer, was this around here? This was in Broomfield. Yeah, this <laughs> okay. was probably thirteen years ago, something like that. I was real young in, in comedy. Uh, uh, yeah, I was told it was an Uzi, but I just don't believe that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. An Uzi? Yeah, how many of those do you see? No, I was picturing right. a handgun. No, he said it was. He said it was a big gun. It was, <laughs> it was a big one. Yeah. How big was it? Like a fishing story? <laughs> yeah, like right. somebody pulled a gun on me? How big was it? It, <laughs> it was just gets so bigger and big. Oh, it was an AK-47. So we were doing a show over the summer and there was like a domestic violence dispute going on on the other side of the parking lot because we were doing just like outdoor comedy. And at one point, uh, the guy picks up the girl and they go behind a building. And then we, I run over there with like another dude. And then when his buddy sees what's happening, like... He goes to his car and pulls out a gun. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I had somebody like flashing a piece at me while Dr. Kev is on stage. Just uh, like, Dr. Kev. Wonder, wonder what's happening over there. I huh? hope everybody's okay. He's <laughs> 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 your security. He could, he could yeah. handle it. He would have handled that yeah. shit real quick. Oh, yeah. Nice. I know. Good. Yeah, yeah. I could just see him just being like, everybody, just, hey, just gotta calm down. You know, just like, get, get Man, everybody's fun. trying to have fun. Yeah, everybody's having a good time. <laughs> I know she fucked her. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Dr. K, K, but it, I'm it taking down like dogs bigger than you, Dr. Uh, Kev. Yeah, he looks a, like an art he's teacher. He's uh, an animal doctor. Mm-hmm. Oh, veterinarian, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, that's the word. Videos off, so you just kill that lady. Oh hell yeah! Fuck you. Video's not video's not working. I'm not gonna figure it out. So. You don't want it. Ooh. Oh, this is so much sexier. Ooh, now we're gonna get drunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just got into the this is yeah. sexy, sexy lighting. All right, so Brent just shared his story. Uh, before we move on, since we have a bunch of different beers to talk about, uh, we are going to talk about Alchemist Eddie Topper. Uh, for any of the beer nerds that are out there, this is this is a, one of the original kind of hype beers. This is something that uh, it, people go really far out of their way to get it shipped to them, trade for it, all that kind of shit. 
It's out of uh, Vermont. It's a cult classic for sure. Some people say it's a little outdated because hazy IPAs have kind of evolved a ton since it's come out. But I do want to just kind of get your guys' general perceptions of it, not knowing much about it. Peter, did you know a little bit about this before? I, we I have it? had it before, but I, I've worked at a brewery where like we got lucky enough to like have people drop off those special beers because this was one of those that was like Beer Advocate's top three every year kind of thing. Yeah, this was like the number one rated beer in the world for like a long time. Yeah. yeah. This uh, was? Yeah. 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 Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I like to get comics perceptions on some of this stuff is because you know how we have, uh, everybody has things that they hold very near and dear to their heart, right? Like cat. And yeah. then once you're in it, once you're so far down the rabbit hole, sharing that experience with somebody that's not in the rabbit hole you're like, they don't get it. So is the value of it almost kind of, does it actually translate to the person that's consuming it that doesn't know everything that we know kind of thing? And so that's why I'm just curious about like what you guys think about it. I mean, if we want to put it in like a comedy perspective, like Hetty Topper for Hazy IPAs is like the Lenny Bruce for modern stand-up. Wow, you're dogging it that hard. <laughs> it, was, it, was doing, it was doing something that like everybody started to emulate because like at the time, so good and on heroin. And <laughs> so yeah, have people passed it? Of course. But But my argument would essentially be hazy IPAs have gotten worse collectively. I mean, how old are we talking? This how is, old is this thing? Uh, ten years. Well, if you read on the back of it, it said drink young and fresh. Drink it young. Yeah, I don't like beers that give me an instruction manual on how to enjoy it. <laughs> this dude's got six paragraphs on the back. He's got a fucking essay it's on the back of this really goddamn can yeah, telling yeah, you why he likes it and how to drink it. I'm like, just give me a fucking beer, bro. It sounds like a letter that your mom would have written you at camp. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean, like, just be like, do not talk to girls. Yeah. If you are going to talk to girls, make sure it's in a public place where right. other people can be. Well, do not hold their hands. P.S. Always yeah, wear you really a condom. can't tell they're going out of style from their desperation. <laughs> <laughs> so this was one of the best beers in the in the in the I world. Mean, you said, yeah, it was rated very highly. And the, one of the like reasons that this one to... this one always ranks really highly for me because it is a hazy IPA. So hazy IPAs used to be it just was unfiltered. That was essentially what categorized it. And that essentially changed because people just started using certain hops. They made it. Uh, they added certain things to the beer to make it sweeter and more palatable. Come orange juice. Uh, yeah. come. That's, probably, orange that's juice. probably why I don't like it. And then the grass monkey comes full circle. I'm ignorant. What makes it hazy? Uh, you literally just said it. You don't filter okay. it. No, it's, it's ultimately like filtering, but sometimes people will add shit to it, like baking flounder. Uh, flounder. Oh. Uh, baking flounder. Under the sea. Under the sea. This is Ariel's favorite beer. <laughs> just Eddie's Hopper. But okay. it's essentially like this unfiltered quality about it gives it more texture and it, it makes it a bit sweeter as well. Okay. That's uh, usually the... I, I call it a long release. I don't know if that's the right term. But yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that's a good way to explain it. A long release. I've never heard that. I don't yeah. analyze uh, beers quite like that. As, a, yeah. as opposed to a premature release. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's what you had before the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're goddamn right. I did. That's, just, that's why they call it Hesse so Topper. Yeah. <laughs> he was so excited to do the show. He just in his car. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Uh. Yeah. So this one was uh, it, the reason I like this beer so much is because yes, it, it's hazy. It's got like a little bit of a softer quality to it, texture wise, but it's still bitter. Like it still tastes resinous and kind of piney, mm. as opposed to a lot of other hazy IPAs that are out there that are very sweet dominant and they uh, take on tropical fruit variety mm-hmm. kinds of flavors. It's just beer orange juice, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of them. Like I don't know, juice. man. I've had beer BJ, orange juice, if you will. Uh, <laughs> specifically beer mosas, but I've also had like really it's. There's a lot of juicier beers than this. This is not that juicy. In I went to juicy at all. But that's the thing is like that's not what it was intended to be. This was intended to be a West Coast IPA that they unfiltered. That was it. And then everybody yeah, yeah. kind of, they took that model and then they changed it from there. Sure. And this was never meant to replicate what's <clears throat> happening now. This set the standard <clears throat> of what it was at the beginning. <laughs> Peter, you're up next. We're getting there. Yeah, I know. Peter I already vocalized. Had one earlier. He did have yeah. one earlier. Peter vocalized what he thought about it. Brent and Michael, what do you guys think about this beer? Uh, it, Michael, you go ahead. Knowing what you know about it now. It's the best one I've had tonight. <laughs> I'll tell you that. These are sweetened to the point. There's like a, maybe a half a paragraph here. Um, <laughs> so it's all about reading. Drum roll. It all comes down to reading. Listen, the less I have to read, the higher the ranking is. Because any topper label that has a manifesto on it. It's ridiculous. You know what though? That I used to love that as a kid with cereal boxes. Like the more on the back. Like if I could spend the whole breakfast reading a cereal box. Yeah. I what? Mean, I can't even count. Play the game, you yeah. idiot. Yeah. I can't Talk to your family. I've read the back of a shampoo bottle while I'm taking a shit. I, that's like, dude. I was just. I swear to God, I was just thinking that. I swear to God, I was like, but not maybe not even shampoo cleaning products. Anything. Fucking anything, anything around me that I can grab. That's what people did before smartphones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> When people are like, hey, you remember that time before smartphones when it was so sweet? And you're like, yeah, when I read the back of a fucking hydrogen per- peroxide yeah. book. Yeah. That tags on a towel, how to wash yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Do not remove. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh the sweet days. Yeah. The good old days. I mean, it's a good beer for sure. For an 8% beer, it's very, it's very smooth. I mean, as he says, it's scary drinkable. I, I mean, I will like I will agree with uh, Jim, whatever his name is, uh, whatever the guy's name on. The uh, Jim Coke, I think. No, Jim Kim, John Kimmich. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Coke. Yeah, we know where you're. John in. Kim Oon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it um, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> People going out of their way to trade for this yeah. shit. Get the fuck oh, out. Yeah. Like this oh, isn't yeah. the 1600s. You know what I mean? Like. This is fine, but th- th- I wouldn't go out of my way to get this. I would, I would rather have a Maharaja from Avery than this. Sure, mm, that is a good one though. I would not, but no, that's fine. That's we can nice. agree to disagree, Corey. Yeah. That's okay. No, no, no. That's what makes good podcasts. Fight, 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 fight. We don't have to hard stop right there. <laughs> We're done. I'm going home. Thank you. That's, uh, that's not the thing. Well, I'm glad you guys got to. That's cool. I always love just sharing new stuff with people that haven't had it before. That's supposed to exist in this realm in another industry that we aren't aware of. Right? Sure. And like it's, it's super important to people in another business outside of comedy. And then when we, you give it to somebody else, and they're like, I'm just experiencing this for the first time. That's fun. Like, it's cool to, like, just get somebody's perception on, like, a new thing that's supposed to be very good. Right. It's yeah. like introducing somebody to comedy 
and then you tell them about all your comics that you really like that are kind of like niche uh-huh. and it's not mainstream that yeah. I have then they're like I have no idea who the fuck that yeah. is do you yeah. guys have oh, any before we move on to bombing stories do you guys have any of those like comics that you love so much but other people have no idea who the hell you're Steve Vanderbluk <laughs> <laughs> definitely Patrice O'Neill I mean more uh, people know of him now but yeah I mean he's, but he's like, still a comics comic but like, he's not I, yeah, thing, more but. people still don't know about him and then if you didn't know about him before he passed or like within the year after he passed you don't know about him yeah and I think that's really frustrating to me yeah well, what's frustrating to me same with, with Brody yeah Brody's a good choice too, for sure. What the the frustrating thing for me with Patrice at this point is everybody just continues the conversation about like, I wonder what he would have been like now. I wonder what he would have been like now. What would he have to say? I'm part of that. Everybody. Yeah, but I'm just like, I don't give a shit. It's impossible. I for sure do. It's impossible to say. All this when we were in that the height of the cancel culture and like all of this this. Oh boy, this is gonna come out bad. Hang on. <laughs> hey guys, get ready. Burns gonna get canceled. God damn. It's um, silly. There, uh, um, <clears throat> in the height of this shift that we have made, uh, uh, I would have loved to hear Patrice talk about that. Like I, because I aspire to be able to talk about social topics like he does, because he will make people hate their own group of people. Mm-hmm. Like he he's so good at it that he's like he'll say some shit and and that same group will be like god damn he is right we are fucking psychos so holy my count- shit my only counter to that would be so some somebody that I compare to Patrice a lot it would be like a Colin Quinn and sure. Colin seems to have gone in a different direction in his older age where he's not as outspoken but he's doing very artistically uh, impactful things the way that he wants to do them. He's not this like flamboyant figure that exists in entertainment and exists in comedy. So that's where I'm curious about where people are like, oh, Patrice would say this, Patrice would say that. I'm like, I don't really know that because the, the counterpart that I think of when I think of Patrice is Colin and that's not what Colin has done. Colin has done just like creative, very artistic things that he is very passionate about and that are very thoughtful but it's not this outlandish thing that I think people portray Patrice to be if he were alive right now. So, mm-hmm. And there's no telling what people are going to do after they... The George Car- what would George Carlin stand on a thing? It's like, that's brought up a bunch too, and it's like... I don't like it! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got real grumpy towards the end, huh? Took a real grumpy. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, dude. I don't think Patrice would have, uh, would have budged from it. I feel like Colin Quinn got pushed into his where he's at now like it, to me it seems like Colin Quinn never the industry never like they gave him a ton of opportunities it never hit huge it was it was like for us we loved his shit but it never hit huge so he's like fine fuck it I'm gonna do what I enjoy because yeah. this is what I want to do and fuck the industry I'm just gonna go what do what makes me happy which is what you're saying he's doing a bunch of artistic stuff that I think if he, if the industry gave him the opportunity, I bet you he would have done what they asked him to do. I, I like, I, like I feel like if the industry was like, we got a uh, a special or a TV show for you, but you have to do it this way, and here's how much we're going to pay you. I'm just, I could see him saying yes to that. I don't I'm, think Patrice ever would have said yes. To I'm that. just curious about whether or not he would have become like a subculture guy, like a Stanhope, or if he would have like. Patrice? Yeah. I, I can't see Patrice I don't doing see a, that either. A, a, what has essentially been one-man shows that Colin have been doing, has right. been doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
um, in the best way possible. They're very right. stand-up heavy one-way shows, sure. but I don't see Patrice being like, and we'll have a picture of New York behind <laughs> Yeah, him. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking Patrice wants to be in a club. Yeah. Like, old yeah. school, he wants what he what he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but um, any other, anybody, any other comics that come to mind that you guys are just like, cause I, and I hate to say, as much as I hate to say this, uh, I, oh, whenever anybody asks me who your favorite comic is, Carlos Mencia. Say Brent. <laughs> I would say Brent Gill. Then, uh, the and then, Carlos Mencia. <laughs> Carlos Mencia. And then uh, Mish Patel. And yeah. Uh, no, I always say Sam. I always say Sam. Sam. Talent? Yeah, yeah, I always say Sam Talent. Right. Well, don't give his ego more. Yeah, I, know, I know, I know. It's just, just exciting because it's he'll never listen to this. It's happening, and you know him, and it's in like you're watching a fucking. Skyrocket, yeah. you know. So. Yeah, and I feel the same way with Stroop sometimes too. Or because people ask you like, who do you think's gonna be yeah. the thing? And I'm like, well, I have insider information that you're, you're asking me this question yeah. to somebody that doesn't have any of it, mm-hmm. and then I'm telling you like, this is what I see, and I, to me, all the indicators are like, fuck yes, fuck yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's gonna, it, it can't not be right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, man. They who else is doing Quibi? You know. <laughs> you know Roku bought all of Quibi's content Oh I mean it, I did think it was weird for it to die Did they also get uh, CISO? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if CISO was making original content Were they? Yeah they had that uh, yeah, yeah. Rhea, Butcher, Rhea Butcher uh oh, yeah, Take My Wife yeah, That's right. And That's right. they had a couple others I think they might have had one season of Letterkenny I might be wrong, yeah, but I feel like I feel like, like they like had <laughs> they had some Letterkenny stuff that they were doing. Interesting. Yeah, good old CISO up and down. Yeah. I don't need to deep forever. dive, by the way, but I do want to give a shout out to one of my favorites. I call him the Professor, but you guys know Stuart Huff. No. So he is a road dog. He is been uh, doing it for like thirty years. Huffing and puffing and blunt houses in. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's. He's a Kentucky boy based out of Athens, Georgia, and like basically is another one of those comics comics where sure, yeah, he yeah. just loves the road dog lifestyle. Like he's got the material to do, you know. Like he sh- he could get a special, but that's not what he's about. He's not pursuing it. So it's one of the he puts out a new. Album I mean, I do. To be fair, I say the same thing about myself all the time. So. <laughs> Uh, well, no. I think that raises a question. Do you think it's by choice for real, like you're saying? Or do you think it's a something else? It, be it a fear of success, be it a uh, lack of, of work ethic to get that, be it a Boys. lack of path to like, I don't understand, like, I don't know how to get to this, so I'm just going to keep doing what I know how to do. Like, do you think it's more that? Or do you think he's actually, because it's weird to me to hear that someone is actively choosing to not... <laughs> skyrocket their career. Yeah, I, you know, I, I might have put words in Stewart's mouth on that one, so I don't know if he's ever been offered it, but, like, uh, it, it's more along the lines of a Chad Daniels, where, like, mm-hmm. you know Chad is one of the, but he loves doing his thing, and Netflix, it's not really, you know, like, how mm-hmm. he loves to, like, bomb a show and then dig out of it. Mm-hmm. That's not really Stewart's style, but, you know, like, those guys, like, they should, or Chad definitely should be Chad's so fucking fun. He does have specials. He has a couple now. Dad Channels on uh, Amazon well, only Prime. Been recently. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. I and know. I think he's got two or three. I think you're right. Okay. Well, actually, I've, so somebody that I want to bring up uh, would Chad be... Chad Daniels is very funny, too. Holy I, shit. Just, it, there's somebody that comes to mind for me, anyway, because Michael's opening for him soon, is Eddie Pepitone. 
Yeah, Eddie's Eddie's the in Chattanooga, greatest. right? Yeah. You're doing the club down there. Well, the the it's a it's a bar, but yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're because the club sucks down there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a club in but, Chattanooga. Yeah, it's called the Comedy Catch. Gross. Yeah, and I don't comedy even know catch. the Comedy like, Catch. Like you caught a wildlife <laughs> fish in a sea. Yeah. Exactly. Like nice. So we're just gonna Here's net in our fans. Get in here, you fuckers! Enjoy. Yeah. Here's the that setup of the Comedy Catch. Okay, Ooh, you got a big, massive warehouse space huge high ceilings right perfect you're in the corner (laughs) you're in the corner on a stage there's a projector to your right and you're on it gross because twice as high as you wow in the corner it's like the worst stadium ever yeah (laughs) that's at the comedy catch that's the comedy catch so they have they have a lot of great independent shows who books that uh uh, michael (laughs) alpha warehouse Um, and so, yeah, they have a lot of great, uh, they have a good independent scene <laughs> in there. Yeah. Yes. We're getting warmed up. The tower, but, but the tower is falling. But when it comes to Eddie, like, he's just, I don't know, he put out that special last year, and I think it got a little bit passed over, and I was just like, this is, this is the culmination of his four decades of work, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's really, really great. I don't know. Uh, not to be negative here. Sure. Uh, but go ahead. And I'm not. And I'm not saying this specifically about Eddie at all. But this is a good example. We could also lump in Deacon Gray in this type of example. We could lump in a lot of road dogs on this. I think Stan. Brett's about to roast a dead man. Made, made it out of this. But do you really think that um, that 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 is the path that that we really want? Like, do, do we really want to be on the fucking road in our fifties? Because we have to. That sounds fucking terrible. Yeah. Going to a yeah. bar in Chattanooga. Like, and again, I'm not shit talking anybody. You are. Because we. I, I'm not specifically trying to shit talk anybody. Sure. I'm just saying that is a fear of mine. That I couldn't even get through Sam's book because his character is a <laughs> fucking giant fear of mine. Mm-hmm. That we're 50 years old and we have to go take these gigs. Yeah. Like that's scary to me. Right. Um, Still better than working in a factory or you in are a right. bullshit office. You're right, but you're going to die at 65. Nah, you, nah, you, nah, can't nah. Your, you can't put need. your body through this kind of lifestyle and if because we don't take care of ourselves. No. Other than, than fucking Corey's jawline, we don't take care of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's... Unless they do chin-ups where I just hang on the bar with my face. <laughs> and I a think, strong job. I think Eddie is like a, like a stand-up and that he's choosing, like, which is, that's how you want to do it for sure. Right. But that fear of, like the, a, of like the unknown guy that we don't no, know that is just right, so, so, so I guess he, by the way. So, he's in his face. He's, uh, he's like 35, I think. Eddie yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Eddie's like 65. Yeah. Well, I guess what I would say is that it, I don't know if they're really they they are choosing it, but it's not because they have this other option that they think is more glamorous. Because I was just I was talking to Sean Patton about that same thing recently, like and that. he's like, I was talking to him about it. I'm like, dude, you're a cowboy. Like you mm-hmm. like the way that you do the thing mm-hmm. so much. Kyle Canaan's a little bit like that too. That you could yeah. have capitalized on this way before. Like you could have figured out the way to do this to make a lot of money before, but you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Like so it's mm-hmm. and that's the path for everybody that's a little different, right? Some people are like, I wanna write a script, I wanna write a pilot, I wanna do a podcast, I wanna 
be something inside of comedy without necessarily doing stand-up. It doesn't make it right or wrong, but those people, I think that's just how they're wired. They don't really yeah, want to do it a different way. It's not that that's the goal. It's just that that's how they want to do it. Yeah. And, do you think and isn't that... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying, do you think the people writing scripts, though, are doing it for the money, or that's just yes. where their creative bone is taken? It's both. It's yeah, absolutely it's both. both. It's right. absolutely both. Fucking Orbital. Andrew Orbital loves writing scripts. Yeah. He fucking loves it. But nobody's writing Grey's Anatomy because they love it. <laughs> they love that paycheck. They That's want what they money fucking love. Sure. But then again, there's also the incarnations of a TV show that they might love, and then they're on... They're in it mm-hmm. at a certain point, and they'd start getting a shitload of money, and then they don't leave, right? Like, you can start something, yeah. and it'd be and really fun and it. creative, and then you're yeah. like, this money is too fucking good to pass on. That's part of the thing that people don't really get about this world that we live in is that there's so many different facets that you can do comedy. Comedy is the umbrella. Yeah. Right? Stand-up's a, a leg of it. Uh, writing is a leg of it. Yeah, yeah. Podcasting is a leg of it. It's, acting, it's all yeah. acting. It's all of this shit, right? Yeah. So if you can figure out ways to make money doing all the middle stuff, great. But then you can not, keep doing your comedy. Yeah, but yeah. that's like stand-up, yeah, the long game with stand-up, no. But it unfortunately is the most fun. Oh, it's way fun. But that, yeah. but that's also, I think, the, the, the best way to do it is you, find, you do stand-up, you get good at it, then you find ways to do that middle ground shit that puts butts in your seats. So then when you don't want to do that bullshit anymore, you can still sell out thousand seats plus theaters and yeah. be, because I, I don't really I personally do not like acting very much mm-hmm. I like the idea of writing a script with my friends and then we'll do doing something with it yeah, but so. I, only, I like the money yeah. Oh, I yeah. like the money. Oh, yeah. And that's that's one thing that sucks about the difference between acting and comedy is that our pay rate in comedy has essentially stayed the same for 50 fucking years. Right? Where you get unionized, baby. Come yeah. on, Amazon and us. We're but way then, too fucking disorganized. But I'll do a I'll I'll do a 30 second commercial and I'll get $1500 for it. You know what I mean? So it's just like it's just yeah. that difference is Undeniable. Okay, so you, you want thirty second conversion? I gotta start doing some chin push ups. <laughs> <laughs> I only have one role. I get typecast as the like good looking, but something is wrong. <laughs> I get typecast as the guy they don't even cast. Yeah, I get typecast as this dad who's forty five years old. Wait, what do you do for? Are you doing any acting stuff out in LA? Like, do you audition for shit, or are you not in that world? Uh, I've auditioned for stuff, yeah, and I did not get it. I I take acting classes and shit like that. I'm about to get into. I'm about to do a couple commercial acting workshops and stuff like that because that I think is such an easy transition for a comedian <laughs> because all it is is sales. Like, yeah. Commercial right. acting is you are selling a product, and if I was not in comedy, I would be selling shit because yeah. I'm very good at that. Um, and so uh, <laughs> that is yeah. So so, so, so so that's kind of where I'm going with it because I got friends that are making six figures on oh, yeah. a commercial. Yeah, I know. That's Wait, the thing. Is it a commercial? Uh, oh yeah, if it's a national commercial, that's buku dollars. I got it's, a friend who's in crazy. that AT&T commercial where she's doing the uh, the like whiteboard where she's like, "All right, yeah. so it's a basketball thing." She doesn't say a word. She just sits there and looks confused <laughs> the whole time, and she's fucking raking in right now. Yeah, yeah it's Wait, nuts. So she's just the backup, like the. the it's three second. people. It's Lily. It's yeah. the black chick that says stuff, and then the girl <laughs> in the green. <laughs> Like in the green jacket, that's she, so the funny. girl in the green jacket, and she that's doesn't. That's so funny. That's what it says, like in the script. Yeah, because it's on, dude. It was March Madness. It was all over March Madness, yeah, it was, and it's it still running now, dude. How did Sean, uh, Sean Donnelly do then on that? Uh, what was it? Sean the, Connolly? 
No, is it Donnelly? No, in, in, Sean Connery? Out of New York? Oh, when in he was that, a mechanic? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. That was a great is this the uh, Is this the French vanilla? Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't taken a sip. All right, so we should I talk, know. we should transition, pivot a little oh, bit. Oh, no, no, no. What he poured was the regular. Oh, he we poured the regular. want money. Yeah. Okay. That's and what then, we want. Okay, so uh, we should pivot a little bit. I don't want to fuck chicks. We know that, Brent. Uh, we want to pivot not to Brent Stick, but to pivot. the beers that are on the table because this is a special episode where we have some really amazing, rare, limited beers here. Uh, one of them is one of them. May I ask, how did you acquire this heady uh, topper, Steve? They, they've been distributing it here a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, so, they so were. So it's not hard to get now. It is still. still they only do drops it. occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's not readily available in distribution. But this okay. one is a uh, Dark Lord, yeah. Yeah. From Three Floyds, which you've been to Dark Lord Day, which yeah. is a whole thing. If you want to explain it, please feel free to do yeah, so. Because that's part of the beer, the beer culture that is obnoxious and cool at the same <laughs> it time. It is the dorkiest of beer culture. So basically, Dark Lord Day, the only way to get this beer is to go online, buy tickets that is still based on a 1998 AOL online website that crashes constantly. Straight dial-up, yeah. Uh, and uh, it uh. sells out in 15 seconds of tickets because yeah. it's a worldwide thing. This is one of the, again, another beer that's like one of the most sought-after things yeah. in the world. Not just like in the country, but in the world. Like people go fucking really Jesus, far out of their way for that. So right, I want to try it. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a it's Russian like imperial style. It's a big oh, style. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so basically, I live in Indiana. Three Floyds is in northern Indiana, so at least geographically I'm close to this. But it's something they've been doing for 12 years. But the only way to get it is to buy tickets for this festival. It's $200. Right. Uh, and it essentially turns into the Comic Con of beer. Before. What happens at the festival? So oh, that's a the lot best of, part of the thing. A lot of furries show up. That's what I'm envisioning. It's a lot of role play. Like it's a lot of Dark Lord role play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, medieval. It's also a metal festival too. They, like, oh, that's yeah. strong. God. Yeah, baby. And it's it supposed to be served it's a at very room temperature or close, pretty close. What do you think? Yeah. Brent it's seems a, to have an opinion on it's this. It's a death metal bar for sure. Like if you go to Three Floyd's Tap Room, which yeah. they unfortunately shut down, but it's like death metal the whole time. I have a little story about True after that, Peter. That sounds like my kind of place. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. good. Oh, just, but essentially I've been going, it's like the Comic-Con, but the best part about it, if you ever get to go, if you're ever interested, is it's not so much what Three Floyds is putting on, it's that you're allowed to bottle share there. So you get people from all over the world, oh, people from Belgium cool. are there, bringing stuff that you never see the shores of. Yeah. And then everybody's got their bottles open, and everybody's got these little taster cups, and we're just sharing. We're just yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's the camaraderie. <laughs> that's the thing is, it's the camaraderie part that's very fun. Yeah. It's the oh, yeah, sharing okay. and hanging out with people, trying out new things you haven't had before that are also incredibly esoteric. That that part has never been bad for me. That's the part that I always really loved about the beer industry was this camaraderie part of it, mm -hmm. where people just yeah, everybody that's collects. Because every year, Three Floyds changes the rules and makes it like more corporate, more expensive, shittier, like. I, I honestly, if COVID didn't happen, and I, I don't know if the festival will ever come back, but I was probably going to be done after what we're drinking is the 2019 version. But okay. That was the Looks last like one they had. And Steve, is there just... Uh, I was going to back out of it. Let's do a little... So Steve said it's 15%. Uh, yeah, well, there's no yeah. So there's no description on the label, but it's Dark Lord uh, Russian Imperial Stout. I like the wax. Uh, magenta glitter. It's, it's cool 2019. Touch. Oh, it's like a it's pink, 2019. purple wax. Yeah. With, with like glitter in it. Magenta with glitter. Yeah, yeah. 2019 is what um, it says. Yeah, it's, one of, it's rated as one of the best Imperial Stouts in the world. Mm -hmm. And 
The what second you, sip was a lot better. Yeah, Brent, what do you think about it? Second sip was a lot better. First sip was like, Jesus Christ. I'm getting like some cinnamon on the nose. Like it's like, no, it's got like, it's thick. It's, it's thick as fuck. Dude, you can like, see it not... on the the cup how much it holds. Yeah, it's like yeah, wine. I was say. Yeah, yeah, it's got it's legs. Like le- yeah, how much exactly. It clings onto it. Yeah, so this one's got like a really heavy consistency. It's uh, very chocolatey, of course. Not a lot of coffee, which you'd get in a lot of Imperial Stouts, yeah, but I'm getting like chocolate and cinnamon. It's like chocolate and cinnamon are like two dominant kind of yeah. like flavor profiles. Michael, what do you got? Yeah, it feels like it's uh, it should be shaken more. <laughs> it's a fucking milkshake beer. It is. And I'm not convinced that, that like there's not like a little bit of blood in there. Yeah. You know? yeah. Just judging by the barbarian on the cover. No, I taste the iron. You're like not. <laughs> you're not That's what makes it metal. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, so, um, I, I looked up a couple things on Beer Advocate. Yeah. Uh, which do you think ranked higher, the Heady Topper or the Dark Lord? Overall, uh, hey, uh, rain tire for what? Like, what do you just mean? Overall, best beers according to people that vote. Uh, according to people that vote and seek out a survey like that, they're probably gonna be oh, niche yeah. and go with the Dark Lord. Yeah, I think heavy topper. I would drink more frequently. I would agree with that. I bet I'm gonna you, say it's the heavy topper because I think it's more available. I think so too because I think it's more drinkable. Yeah, I'm going heavy topper. Uh, Dark Lord is ranked a available. score of 97. Out of a hundred, or out of a hundred, ninety-seven out of a hundred, ranked number. Oh, where'd it go? <laughs> uh, Sick, dude. Hot Sick. 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 <laughs> Edit break. <laughs> uh, no, they ranked number twenty-four overall. What? Oh, okay. Heady 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 no, that's Dark Lord. Dark, Dark Lord. Lord. And where's Hetty Topper? Hetty Topper. 23. Uh, downloading, ranks, downloading, well, downloading. Score, overall score, out of 100, 100 ranked 5 overall. Right. Wow. And right. Wow. So I mean, overall beer. I absolutely but taste agree. Is- the first taste on your tongue is so much better on that. <clears throat> I mean, and, and obviously your tongue gets pummeled by this, so the second taste is yeah. fine, but... Uh, I think Heady Topper is better. Yeah, so, but it's it's weird how your right, rankings are strange, right? In the same way that comedy competitions are very strange, where you're just ranking this thing that somebody put their heart and soul into, and yeah, it's the best that they can possibly do, and yeah. uh, and that lots of people love. Lots of people love and love. People, <laughs> you see that with this regular people love this. I hate it. People fucking Ooh. love this beer. They love yeah. both of these beers a lot. So to say that there's even any kind of a ranking system that goes along with it speaks a little bit to the like ridiculousness of the craft beer business, but also conversely speaks to like the comedy uh, contest kind of aspect of what we do, right? Can I blow your mind for a second, though? You better. It, it, with, with the, the ranks or whatever. It's better not be like where somebody says, I have a funny story. Dollar-wise, Heady Topper on a secondary market, you can trade for it, but I don't think it brings much. This bottle, just the regular Dark Lord, I could resell for two years. Probably 40, 50 bucks. Oh, absolutely. And this one's 600. Right, because I want to, because I want to take two more sips of this. And then, yeah. 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 Well, it's also the the, uh, the holding value on these two is that they can age. Yeah. And Heady yeah, Topper, yeah. Heady, Heady Topper cannot. 
Like so yeah, that that, that, that could. Each time it's gonna be like the quickest beer you drink ever. Well, well, a hop, a hoppy beer, a hop forward beer. The first thing that goes in a beer is the hops. Yes. It's it disintegrates quickly. It oxidizes quickly. So the off flavors start to show themselves uh, very quickly. And then if something is not a very hop forward beer like these, it's very subdued. Like you don't see some of those flavor profiles that you would get like from all of the off flavors you would perceive from yeah, the age is actually better on these because the alcohol heat kind of like blends in some of the like well sometimes come out yeah sometimes if it's super boozy up front like some of the chemical reactions that happen in the bottle where it's like they they're called phenols and esters where they will literally disintegrate uh over the course of time and then new flavors start to emerge that were hidden from the booze Mm. beforehand like you get that you ever have something where a uh, beer particularly where it's it feels hot almost like it's just like super boozy up right front. yeah if you let that thing think that thing sit for two years that goes away and then new shit starts to mm-hmm. surface okay. like new flavors start to emerge so it's like wine very much so yeah yeah they mm-hmm. age differently but it's the same concept. But they're, they're sellers for both. Mm-hmm. Same deal though. Like some some wines age well, and then others don't. You need right? to drink within a few months. Yeah, there's some shit you got to like drink immediately. For know? sure. Well, I, I dorked before, out on how I age these. Like I've got this spot. Like I've got a basement, and then the house, and then there's this crawl space where it's just it's dark. It stays like you know the temperature. You know the ground temperature. That's the best place to age those. Like, oh yeah, yeah you yeah. want to go for totally. like sixty degrees is like optimal. Yeah. Like fifty to sixty degrees Winter, is the best summer, time. To... It doesn't really change. All right, so Peter, because you shared this amazing beer with us, uh, what's the, one of your worst moments you've ever had on stage when you were bombing? <laughs> Thank you for so much for uh, sharing such an amazing what was the beer. Show tonight. I yeah, yeah. Oh God, I was hoping you say <laughs> that. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Boulder Comedy Show, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> He puts earplugs in before he goes on stage. Yeah, he, so he always like smashes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? Uh, I will say one of, one of my biggest bombs was one of the first shows I ever did out here in Colorado. Uh, Stephen J, you guys a- all AJ, know, yeah. local guy. AJ, yeah, sorry. I, I met him at a festival, and I haven't seen him for years, but he helped get me on uh, Comedy Works New Talent Night. And it was... You bombed a new talent night? Yeah, that's pretty Oh, hard no. Oh, was it, was it downtown do. or South Club? It was 2016 was election. It down, downtown. Was it downtown or election South Club? Night. Oh, I was working... Dude! Christy Bukley, who lives here, was there that night, too. <laughs> yeah, I was at Zadie's Rosemont eating shit on that uh, night, too. Uh, yeah, it, it was... I'm pretty sure that was the first night I ever got to host new talent night. Yeah, you were I'm pretty, night. I, I'm pretty sure that was the first one I ever had to host. Deacon gave me fucking election night. He was like... You want this one? And no one else does. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, get, let me get it, and uh, yeah. So I was like a couple of years into comedy, but it was really my first time on the road. I got this, and I mean, comedy works. If you guys don't know, listening, like one of the premier clubs in the country. Uh, but that night, because it was election night, I remember people telling me like, "Ah, oh, sorry, it's normally better than this." And you guys still, for your like open mic night for the club, it had like 120 people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we do a good job. But uh, <laughs> I think everybody else's minds were elsewhere. I was trying jokes that just I don't do them anyway. It it was just one of those where I was like so Indiana, and I came out here, and Denver's like, we hate this. <laughs> They're <laughs> Take just like your no hacky uh-uh. Midwest bullshit <laughs> back home. 
Like, we don't want any part of this. But that's a hard bomb. I'm going to go it, ahead and tell you that right now. To bomb downtown is... on New Talent Night? It's real tough. hard. It didn't feel good. And then to go into the green room, and right after my set was when was Trump nuts. took uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, or Minnesota, where it was, like, obvious, where it was, like... Oh shit! Who's gonna win? Did yeah. I do this? <laughs> <laughs> did Deacon give you notes? I don't. Did you get no, any notes? Yeah, you did I roast? Did I roast you after your set? Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> had nice, you had a nice rip because it was the it was a better laugh than anything I got. So <laughs> I just remember walking off and hearing I don't know what you said, but hearing the way they laughed, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the uh, that that I guess. The night after election night, when everybody had all the news, everything like that. November 3rd. There was like such these, like every single comic that went up just did like this sad sack set. And everybody was like hugging each other and everything. (laughs) And then a friend of mine who doesn't do comedy anymore. A friend of mine who doesn't do comedy anymore. He puts on Charlie Chaplin's The Dictator's piece. Oh no. And he sits on a stool. And I was like, yeah. that's lame as shit. And then I went up and crawled on the floor like a baby. So, <laughs> oh, man. Well, But doing uh, comedy on any kind of a night that's a big occasion for people, I'm just like, it's a, such a recipe for disaster. No matter how like you doing, spin it. doing comedy on September 12th, 2001. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a time to be doing a 4 One of the better SNLs. On September 11th. <laughs> These are very rare. Nobody ever does a 4 p.m. show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure what Rudy Giuliani hosted that SNL. Yeah, he, was like, yeah, yeah. he at least came out and gave he a speech. The first pitch of the yeah. World Series. He did SNL. Like, dude, that was the best. That was a big career move for him. Yeah, he was in on it. Yeah, it really propelled him to where he is now. <laughs> Just giving presidential speeches behind more. behind a fucking <laughs> bad hardware store in the middle of fucking Nebraska oh, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That was such a bad, such a a demise of the campaign, right? Where they were like, they're giving their last speeches on like election day behind in an alley. Yeah, that's like slapstick. That's like best in show. That's a best in show bit. You know? Like you want to do an open mic in an alley? Come on. We have, but man, I'm not the president. (laughs) Uh, Before we get into the next beer, uh, Michael, you got a bombing story for us. Mm, uh, let's see what's coming to mind here. Um, I was in Santa Fe, Ooh. and I did this theater. It's an awesome theater. It's the uh, John Cocteau Theater. It's uh, oh I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Can we say the name of that theater again? Slowly. John Cocteau Theater. <laughs> anyway, uh, this dude, this dude, Carlos Medina down there, set it up or whatever. Carlos and he dude. brought out so many. He brought out so many people. He was awesome. Um, he paid us well. Uh, but uh, it was a a hundred percent Latino crowd, nice. and uh, they were they were they were there for him. Did they know? speak English? Uh, yeah, they spoke English. Okay, because I've um, done shows where they don't, and right. it's terrible. But that's the thing about a Carlos crowd is he he amp, he's good dude. Great, yeah, good comedy. He played great. some music up top. Then he he did it. he plays up the being like a. a uh, Mexican bro kind of thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He plays up the Chicano culture. Like, very... was gonna um, so I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the saying this the show was. It's gonna uh... go somewhere easily deleted. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly south uh, <laughs> of the border. Yeah, he really plays a clip. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's been the Roads ATF Comedy Podcast. Anyway, the show, all the situation was great. Yeah. It should have been Amazing. ideal, right? Um, we had a particular order, and then he calls me up first. I was supposed to go third, but he calls me up first, so I just literally run onto stage, and I go up there, and I'm just doing my wordplay, whatever the fuck yeah. I do, white boy shit. Yeah. And they're just not having it or whatever. And, um, okay, so then... Uh, my big saver is is centaur. Okay, <laughs> the centaur joke. My yeah, centaur joke. The centaur, yeah. and which is, the hold failure on, rate hold is. Hold on, hold on. It's I, the one of the best bits in all of comedy as I've ever seen. <laughs> no, like, I, okay. I love it so much. That's and at least helps me stage, when right? I'm sweating. You know. <laughs> so yeah, what? but it's like when That's I say that. Yeah, yeah. For, and right? they, they but when down. I say that, I mean it like it doesn't always work. But okay. when it does, sure, yeah, it yeah. is pure gold. Yeah. And the know? success rate's pretty good, but I get to that point, and I, I'm just, like, sweating up there after 12 minutes. And I'm like, uh, all right, so I'm going to... And so I ask somebody in the audience if they'll volunteer to if they'll help me out. And so this one guy's like, yeah, sure, I'll come up. <laughs> and once again, this audience is not liking me, you know? <laughs> and so he comes up... How much up. time were you doing? What's your set? I was doing 15 minutes, okay. yeah. Kind of half hour and even funnier. Which is yeah, not yeah. as short. It's not short, but it's not long. Yeah, yeah, but you're like, but you can tell. It's, it's eternity two, when you're eating shit. You yeah. can tell three yeah. minutes in on a 15 minute set where you're like, I've pivoted four times. Yeah. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have another pivot in me. Yeah. I just did five closers. <laughs> oh, this will get him. Oh, fuck. Uh, this will get him. Oh, goddammit. So they're staring at me blankly. I bring this guy up on stage. I tell him to get down. This is supposed to be my saving grace for this this thing, you know? It's a it's a big Hail Mary, right? And uh, and I go, all right, now get on all fours, right? Which is what I tell him. And he goes, I'm While not gonna, you're bombing, yeah, you're just he goes, telling a guy he to goes, get on all fours. I'm not going to do that. And I was like, oh, jeez. Uh, um, no, come on, just do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Yeah, that's like me saying keep your table conversations down. That's fucking priceless, dude. So he goes, no, I just had knee surgery. I can't get on my knees. And I was like, okay. And uh, and so he just walks back to his seat, and I'm just still standing up there, and I'm like, uh, anybody else? Oh, anybody no, else? Oh, no. And he goes, he's sitting next to this guy. He's like, my friend will do it, okay? <laughs> and this dude has face tattoos, <laughs> and he's about 250 pounds of just thug muscle, dude. <laughs> yeah. God damn. And I was like, all right, come on up. (laughs) Couldn't get any worse than this. Do you want to pretend to be my horse? (laughs) You got to explain the rest of the joke so people know why this is so funny. Okay, so, yeah, the idea is I ask them to get on all fours, and then I I stand behind them next to their head, making the illusion that I'm a centaur, and they are the horse of my centaur body. God. And, uh, it's so good. I love a it fucking so 230 pound Chicano gangbanger. So just this guy nailing is it. reluctant, but he's cooperative. <laughs> Why is he reluctant? All for us too many times. <laughs> and uh, I think, well, the the everybody in the place knows the 
visual contrast between yeah. me trying to bully this person. Right. I don't. It's also going to be more like, it's also Please gonna be, explain it to me in the most basic terms. <laughs> it's also going to be more like a giraffe at that point because yeah. you're so skinny and he is just yeah, like prison sure. strong. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he's just got a big density. Yeah. Google, Google Michael. It's yeah, more of like a search. traditional minotaur which the bull is actually a full bull on the bottom <laughs> instead of just a bull looking you're man. more of a long know? neck than yeah, the Yeah, it's very yeah. bottom heavy. <laughs> you know? Mating for made for ramming, right? Yeah, um, and so that that does kind of save grace. But I was just I was just sweating or whatever, and this guy. Yeah, because it's always so funny. He he like, shook my hand afterwards, but he was like, "Okay, well, is it one of those guys? <laughs> you'll get him next time. Yeah, 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 exactly. Come to my place of work next yeah. time. Yeah. Well, also, when people go, they talk to you ever, and they're like, "Good luck." I'm like, "Fuck you." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Somebody says, Yo, that. what's the worst comment you've ever gotten after a show like that? No, the worst That's comment is when somebody I'm standing next to somebody and they're like, You did great, uh, and then they walk past you. Uh, <laughs> no, man, I got this last summer. A guy's like, Hey, man, I forget what the bit was. He's like, There's something funny there, keep going. That's not a good one. You're actually pretty funny. Uh, that, uh, God, okay, thank you. <laughs> That's a weird one, yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it. I've gotten. I hope. I hope you find your path with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten that for sure. Yeah. A couple uh, times. That was, what does the crowd say to you, not your grandma? That was for uh, me. No, yeah, this, yeah, these yeah, were strangers. Uh-huh. So this is the French vanilla. This is the French vanilla. This shit fucking slaps. This yeah, is so good. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. French so vanilla this cup of coffee. This is what Fuck the first me. one we had, but then they put it in a barrel. They threw in coffee, vanilla, and yeah. Here's some shit they put and it they, in there. And they, they put toned some back the heavy metal imagery. Yeah, they, they made it much more it's like sensual metal it's like, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, got, it's like American it's Beauty or something. Yeah, yeah. So is what they're basing it off. American Horror Story. You get a random barrel variant, and like some years they would have different ones, but sometimes there's 50 different versions of wow. the original Dark Lord put in barrels with different things, like tequila, whiskey. Yeah. So this one oh, yeah. is like this is a sort of it's some sort of like Spanish aperitif. That so it's it's, bo- it's dark. Like it's Dark Lord. Oh, wow. Aged in saturnes barrels with vanilla, cocoa, uh, cocoa nibs, and Citronis, coffee. Whatever it is. It's uh, it's still very aggressive, but so the but I, I really like it much, so the, much better than the, the dark. So Lord. the consistency is the same ish, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. so, mm-hmm. I guess. I, all right, so a couple questions for you guys. Um, consistency, like, what's the texture like for you guys? Is it too heavy? Is I'm typically no, not heavy? a stout like, fan. No, I actually don't even think this even... T- I thought these were two completely different beers. Mm. Yeah. I, I had no idea... The wax the didn't same. give it away? Totally no, no, the, the wax told me that it was the same brewery. Sure. But I didn't realize it was the exact same beer, just aged differently. Definitely, yeah. And this is, like, to me, it goes... I think it goes down much smoother. It is uh, thinner. It's not as thick, actually. I, I completely agree. It's not agree. as heavy, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't know what the, he's googling. Okay, so I don't part know of that, what this fucking barrel is. All right, so here's here's the deal with Sontrenus? like something like it's that. Like French sweet wine. French sweet wine. Oh. It's probably like that a port or something like that. Yeah. It's probably like a dessert wine. So one thing that you'll find with versions like this one are they will blend multiple barrels together yeah, to get yeah, the yeah. viscosity and the flavor that they want. So it's That's not true. just this one. It's not just Dark Lord. It's not like they've got a whole tank of Dark Lord that's just like sitting around. Yeah. They put all this shit into barrels, and then they pull pins off of different barrels, 
and then they blend it together to get the flavor profile that they want. So uh, one of them might have aged or fermented differently that gave it a thinner body, mm-hmm. and that's what they wanted. Like so they bodies. give that, so they fill up more with that, and then they put the more thick syrupy blend or the variety on top of that yeah. and then they get the viscosity that they want they get the flavor profiles that they want so it's not just a straight kind of this is the thing that it is it's anytime it's barrel aged it's usually a blend of multiple beers and people yeah. use people also use barrels repeatedly for different like sure different things and too. the barrels change over time so yeah, it's yeah, inevitable yeah. this one was a batch they had 2500 bar- uh, bottles Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It's yeah. fucking Some of them are so less good. Two hundred. Is this also twenty uh, nineteen? Yes. So it's interesting that they knew the pandemic was coming with this. Uh, uh, actually, mask. that's crazy, right? Oh, there's just two bitches wearing. I can't say that. You got to take a picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what's the uh, what's? I'm sorry, I missed the significance. That they're wearing a mask in twenty nineteen. Ah, yeah, Illuminati yeah. shit, dude. They knew this was coming. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see a right? mask anywhere. What, this what is are you like talking a, about? It's two chicks wearing masks. This is a Rorschach test. It looks like two orchids. You knew what the name dude. of that test was. <laughs> I see a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> I see a vase. Uh, I see I'm, my broken child. <laughs> I'm depressed. Yeah. <laughs> but this smells good. It tastes good. Like the French vanilla is strong, uh, uh, immediate, mm-hmm. and then I think the cocoa really kind of like. Is a nice finish yeah. uh, mm-hmm. on this. This, this is one like is much more drinkable for yeah, sure. Not yeah. as sweet. The other, yeah, the other one's like it's very heavy. It's almost got like more of a motor oil kind of like uh, gravity, um, yeah. Yeah. gravity heaviness to it. to it, you know. And this one just like I think maybe because it's the sweeter flavors, it just makes it like even more drinkable. Motor yeah. oil, so, that's a good descriptor, yeah. Because we all have, have, have drunk that, so. Yeah. Uh, you guys ever like only knew, gas? Only knew five W twenty. Nothing else. Are you from? Never Arkansas? used. No, but I remember we tried to siphon gas one time out of uh, people's cars and snowmobiles because we wanted to go to the casino when we were like sixteen. That was a memory right, yeah. I have. Yeah, I'm glad a I common memory. Lots. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you can function. <laughs> oh man, with the amount of drugs I've done, also agree with you. <laughs> Are you a drug guy, Corey? Yeah, I'm a psychedelic guy. I didn't know you guy. were cool. Oh, I know. Interesting. <laughs> you like drugs, really? Know, that's why it took you this long to book me. You Dude, didn't think I was cool. I didn't, I, I didn't know you liked drugs, man. You should have told me that earlier. You should have been up there four years ago. Uh, <laughs> before I even moved you. You love drugs? That's cool. I, I, with that lacrosse body of yours and Wouldn't face. Wouldn't have thought it. Yeah, never yeah. would have thought that. I, you have a real Duke. He's a people pleaser, you know? <laughs> he's going to go down on her. When he's ready. <laughs> That's his way of saying sorry. <laughs> uh, we're all canceled. All right. Perfect. You can edit this, right? <laughs> we could. We can, but we will not. <laughs> Yeah, this is really, really nice. So now I like I like I like psychedelics. I'm more of an acid guy than a mushroom guy, and I like Molly a lot. Okay. Yeah, those. I'm. That's your generation. You're in your 20s still. Uh, No, I'm 32. Okay, close enough. But yeah, all right. 
But nice. I guess I, I don't smoke weed. I used to smoke weed a lot. I fell out of it when I started playing rugby, like at a higher level, and I just like my lungs were just shitty. Of course, he plays rugby. <laughs> Google then, a picture of Corey David. Corey with a K. No, but that's the cross for people who like to party. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And then I just got it really into psychedelics. What positions did you play in rugby? Uh, if it was a bad team, it was fly half. If it was a good team, it was outside center. Do you know anything? You know, I, it's funny that I asked that. Yeah. It's because I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, I don't exactly. know why I said That's that. Like, I don't even know why you asked. I feel like yeah, you, yeah. you would be the guy that they launch up in the air yeah. to fucking get the ball. That, mm-hmm. That's what I would have said. It's assumed. like, wee! Yeah, and a scrum. I know what that is. Yeah. Scrum. You ever seen Australian rules rugby? No. Aussie Austra- rules football, yeah. You know what you're talking about. Where they play it on a circular field? Yes, yes. What the fuck are they doing down there? It's yeah. pretty fun to watch, Dude, though. That is the most brutal game it's this so confusing. has now. It looks awesome. It's actually very fun to watch, It yeah. looks awesome. It I have no fun. idea what's happening, but I'm like, yeah. Super high scoring. Yeah. Well, I guess, okay, so curious. Uh, what's everybody else's, like, where are you guys at? Hang on, Steve just dropped all of his weed <laughs> on the floor. Steve just dropped all of an open jar on the floor. Yes! This was fun. <laughs> Where's everybody else at drug wise? So Love my them. my what? I just dude, I just took some acid today. Like, two weeks ago, oh. that <laughs> fucked like that fucked huh, but it fucked me up for a week. Wow. Yeah. That like, dirty acid's a bitch. Well, it was it was very intense, and then I also uh, I've done plenty of acid. I love it. I think it's great, uh, but you know how usually when you're tripping, you find a base camp somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere, 100%. wherever it happens to be. I'm a big psychedelic guy. I did not. That's sucks. It just kept going That's and tough. kept going and kept going. That's not acid anymore. See, like they're not even making LSD anymore. They're just making other shit that's close to it. Yeah, you know, it was just. It yeah, I just could. I couldn't just sit and enjoy myself yeah. at any point in time because I didn't know what was happening next, and I just became more incoherent as the night went on. Yeah. And then you can't sleep. Yeah. Also. Oh yeah. And then it like fucked me up for a week afterward. And I'm, again, very pro-psychedelic, but I just hadn't had that experience right. before. You just felt like a extra mashed potatoes later or something? Like you couldn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't think yeah. straight or... You were explaining to me this at the bar the other night. Yeah. Like you couldn't think straight or you felt... Mixed uh, up. Un- unstable just going about your day for a week. I know for a week, I literally just felt like I was less of a person. Like okay. I literally, I had, I had like a bubble like in my head mm-hmm. that I was just getting through the day, and I was not being a person at all. I see. That's a lot of my days, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. see, that kind of shit is what pushed me away from. It. I went. I was big into mushrooms, and I got way more into acid. I thought it was way more enjoyable, mm-hmm. and that kind of those experiences, I kept having them. And then it just pushed me back to mushrooms. Because if it's all, it's for me, it's all a consistency thing. Mm-hmm. Like if I can get the consistent That's why you thing, buy a that makes it really time. fun. Yeah, it, I want to like, try mushrooms this summer. I'm excited. Wow, what are you, twelve? Jesus no, Christ! Yeah, for real. I double up, man. So such a strict upbringing. Like I tried cocaine for the first time last summer. What? It, but 
Dude, right? I started eating weed for the first time. Eating weed, ago. yeah, just for the first time. I can't smoke anything. Yeah. I got weak lungs. But bark. he's literally just chewing full. That devil's full lettuce. Lettuce. I'm 38. If anybody's wondering, like, I'm I'm basically doing my teenage renaissance right now. <laughs> right before I hit 40. Is this your first podcast? It's <laughs> probably better for your brain, dude. I wish I didn't do drugs so early in my life. I mean, For I do sure. feel more equipped to uh, experience it? and handle it, and like enjoy and and be more aware of myself and keep myself safe. Yeah. Although I thought that my brain was unbreakable when I was young. Like, and I, I oh, used course, to try, yeah. I used to try to break my brain. Like, I ate a quarter of mushrooms one time freshman year in college, and I was like, let's see what happens. Yeah. Like, I was all about trying all, and then I tried two CI. Which at the time you could still buy on the internet because it was they didn't know what it was yet. What is that? Two CI. It's a designer drug. Yeah. Uh, and it. Very Calvin Klein. Fucking. I, I was like, nope, don't try everything. My not bad. For, not for me. Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> that's and, that's the worst trip I ever well, had. Well, the walk, dude, yeah. it was awful. I hated every minute of it. Wait, wait, wait. Someone what's... very early in that trip, I had some two CI. Right. Mm-hmm. Very early in that trip, I was wearing a brown jacket, and this girl who I just met. <laughs> This girl who I had just met just been like, nice brown jacket. That's just kind of what you are, huh? Just brown. (laughs) You're just like a brown person. And I'm like, Jesus. She just wrapped your dress. (laughs) Like right when you just get started, you're like, oh boy, can't wait to have this fun trip. You're so I think she was trying to neg me. Uh, however, and it worked. And it worked. <laughs> no, no. I also lost my love for the doors that night. Oh, no. I was like, Jim Morrison sucks. <laughs> why are you based in this? <laughs> yes, that's exactly why. What if Kendrick Lamar was in the doors? <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, Tuesday I was crazy. Yeah, that's and that's another part that sucks is that you get drugs that people say it's this thing, but it's it's actually something else. Yeah, I just haven't really had great acid since I've been out here. The the acid that I had was from some guy that was just like it was literally the bubble off of the end of a dropper, Mm -hmm. and it sent me into fucking hyperspace. It was wild. Am I a cop? Come on. So you've never done any psychedelics, Peter? No, no, I'm really looking forward to it, though. What's been your reservation? Partly acquiring it. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, Indiana is different, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Indiana sucks, man. Even the, cop, is... even the cops will just give you free mushrooms out here. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. No, Indiana, Indiana is still basically 19. The number of people that I run into in Denver that are like, you got, I got mushrooms. I feel like, like Colorado is, the, is like the place for mushrooms of the country right now. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. also here performing the night they uh, decriminalized it. Yeah. I uh, got an Uber ride, and the guy's like, well, I don't need these anymore. And he gave me all these like stickers of like uh, legalized psilocybin and pass, whatever the law. You really are an, uh, a, a narc. You don't even know what he psilocybin is. He, he, he said psilocybin. Psilocybin? Yeah. sounds like a mortal. I don't know. Gosh. Come back to the Midwest, Hines. That sounds like a mortal combat character. Psilocybin. What's your August look like? I'm flying out. Before your mushroom trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Have you guys ever been on stage while you were tripping? Oh, dude. Go on, Michael. Go on. Oh, we, uh, we did a mushroom show. Right so the show was themed for mushrooms. Yeah. Okay, well that's fine. And uh, and 
I mean, it's, it's not a crazy story, but it was it was. It's uh, a story, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we did that uh, right before the lockdown, probably like February last year. Mm. And uh, and so I'm on stage, and I'm only doing like ten minutes, but it's very very difficult. I'm like right on the like I feel like I could pretty easily manage um, coming down off of a trip being on stage you know yeah uh but, but when you're up. when you're going up yeah. and you're about to like i i timed it again right? it's all I, about I base it, like, camp it's all about like being in the space that you know like hey this is as big as it's gonna go yeah yeah um and i'm pretty sure the venue i mean because why would they clear it with the venue that we will be on mushrooms it was it was Kinga's. They can't possibly yeah. clear oh, it. Was it downstairs or in the back? Upstairs. Room? Okay. And so the bartenders are there, and like, I mean, everybody that's going up is speaking pretty candidly about all the performers being <laughs> very on high. mushrooms, yeah, very you trippy. know. And so I'm sure the, I mean, the bartenders, they maybe they've got worse drugs. They going maybe in the don't back care, there. but also that's yeah. a, that's a risk. You know what I mean? Like, anyway. Um, Do you want to know what's going on in Kingas? <laughs> I'll tell you after the podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't put it on it's, record because we could be killed. So yeah, yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that. I should uh, censor Kingas. But anyway, I'm on stage and the uh, the lights flicker at some point. And at first, I'm like, did I imagine that? And then second, I yelled at someone in the back for hitting the light switch. <laughs> and then everybody's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> And then I was like, oh, they lit me with the house lights. <laughs> and they're upset that I'm on stage right now. I'm tanking. I thought I was doing okay for uh, the circumstances, right? Wow. And then uh, I think Josue came over to me and I was like, what am I not being professional enough at this mushroom show, Josue? <laughs> For some reason, whatever. And then I look behind me, and uh, one of the bartenders uh, is uh, uh, putting stools up on tables in the back area of Kinga's, that back kind of uh, lounge yeah. part, you know? And I'm going, oh no, they are shutting the bar down because of me. Oh, yes. <laughs> How is this story, dude? King has no. declared bankruptcy that night. <laughs> the whole block. Chapter eleven. <laughs> no, actually, so not having done them, I don't know how you know it is on those. Does it make it hard to remember jokes? Like, does it mess with like? It depends well, on let me tell you this: it's not weed. You can't stop orgasming the entire time. <laughs> it's a very it emotional. Uh, I think. I think mushrooms are very emotional compared to like acid, and I think that you're very much in your vibe, and and you're very much influenced by the, your surrounding environment. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think at times it can be difficult to realize that. These are two different things. With stand-up in particular, it is not a great combination if you're tripping, tripping, yeah. because all your timing is gone. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's gone out the window because you are just in the space at that point. And any sense that – any level of satisfaction that you got from being able to tell this joke a certain way 
is gone because you're not you're not doing that anymore. It's not a timing thing. It's not a words thing. You're just like in this. You're just in the space. You're I just will speaking your thoughts out loud. Yeah. I will say though that your sense of everybody else's energy is in a heightened state, uh-huh. and you are also emitting just a funny vibe yeah. off of you. <laughs> yeah. So like I wasn't being necessarily linearly sensical or logical <laughs> but people were enjoying it because i was just emitting just like this oddball kind yeah, of yeah, i'm a sensor which you kind of have. <laughs> <laughs> have anyway but it would i would think is that it would be easier to just go up and just do the jokes because you're like i need to just stay on this track for a little bit it i, I would think it'd be harder to be super loose if i Here's the the difference would be if I'm tripping a little, yeah, that's versus totally, totally different. different for yeah. sure. But if I'm tripping, tripping, if then you're you vibing versus tripping, you're exactly right. Yes, yeah. if you're tripping, tripping, you stick to the fucking script because <laughs> yeah. any any vibe you're potentially getting from the audience, you can't really make it funny other than to you. Yeah. Because yeah. that's you, you, I'm only seeing diamonds in the fucking ceiling. You know, like I'm not. Like, nobody else is seeing that. You know, I'm the one that's seeing that. As opposed to just being loosely tripping, and you're just they're just body high at that point. And you're it's cognizant like, that what you're seeing, you know, is just you seeing it that not everyone else is. I haven't done a lot of tripping, tripping sets. You know, what I mean? I've done I've done some light tripping sets, but I've never done anything where I was just like out of my mind tripping doing a comedy set because that I, seems like it would be terrible. I would want to record it if I was going to do that it would be so yeah. it would, it would be I'd so, love to see what it looks like it would be so incoherent it I could think. be you could be crushing who knows who fucking knows <laughs> another detail to this particular show Zeke Herrera stood on an ATM <laughs> and was shot he took my nor is he nimble. I don't yeah, know I how he's he is surprisingly that shit. nimble. Really? My, my, I've seen him this scale a fence like nothing. My wow. first reaction was, was this Humboldt County? Huh? Was this in Humboldt County? No, this was here. Yeah. My yeah. first reaction was, how does he have the balance? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, Absolutely. Because yeah. yeah. there's no flat, first he climbed well, on the table, tops. then he climbed on a stool, then he climbed on the ATM. Really climbing. Capitalism. And we were like, get down. He's like, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're yelling at fight on an ATM button. Uh, Live action Donkey Kong. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jen. I, I haven't done much. I haven't like done more than a five minute open mic when I was tripping. Yeah. But I will say this. I remember one time I was on Thanksgiving weekend or somewhere around there. Uh, Colin Kane was the headliner. Yeah. Which uh, n- none of that's super important, but. Uh, I was gonna go to the the Last Waltz re- revisited, which is a tribute concert to the band's Last Waltz. They do it here every year. It's really awesome. So what I did was I brought all my mushrooms to the club because I wanted to work first. So I brought my mushrooms to the club and I timed it perfectly. I got showdown. I added a couple minutes, like maybe ten minutes. And I timed it. And I go back to the back to the kitchen and I'm like, hey, put these into a quesadilla. 
and hmm. let me fucking get that. And it's like a full eighth. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> right. And so I eat that quesadilla, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna get off any time now. And this motherfucker goes thirty or forty minutes long, and I am in the green room actively oh, no. fucking like getting into. I'm coming like, oh, up, this yeah. is not good. You're coming up. And the problem is, you're coming up, and you're in a wrong, the wrong mindset, which is the time you need to be in the right mindset. Yeah, yeah, and you're coming yeah, up, and you're like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> and, and so, because I still had to drive up there, I had to drive to my house. Uh, and then get, walk over because it was at the, the, the Ogden and I lived right by it. So I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do right now? By the time he got off, I am peeking. Yeah, I am fucking yeah. tripping my face off. And I literally just go on stage and go, Come on, Katie, well, that's our show. Thanks for coming to the show. Gonna get it. And I just <laughs> off as fast as I could. Uh, just into the green room. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude. Because <laughs> you're like, there's so much space and time in between your thoughts and sentences while you're tripping. You don't, yeah. That's not how stand-up it works. It shouldn't be. That's yeah, not yeah, how exactly. stand-up works at all. Yeah. Stand-up so is very much, high. yeah, very stand-up is so much the point and the sentences. These need things, these things need to exist very tightly and they're in a very specific spot. And but when you're tripping, have, yeah, go ahead. when you're yeah. tripping, you're just like, Time is, done. Yeah. and things have like two interpretations or valences yeah. when you're speaking normally, and instead it's like I'm interpreting this in six different ways. And we're also receiving the information. What does he mean by you? that? You know? <laughs> you're receiving the information so differently too, because how many jokes do you have that like they go fine, but they don't go great, and, and then you just immediately have that rip cord of like they fucking hate me. Hey, every part of this that wasn't an applause break. I need to pivot again. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are you guys on my side? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys were cool. Um, all right, let's do before we wrap up. Let's do a little rank and review. Uh, okay. I know these styles don't really have anything to do with each other, but they're all high. Well, know. yeah. What does that mean? Hype? hype? I mean, I know what hype, like... Hypey, dog. Uh, it's high value, but not necessarily like high in actual quality. Okay. It's just okay. high. It's, so it's literally comic, high. It's literally, the same it's, way it's, comics are it's high. Like, it's okay. supreme. Okay. It's like supreme. You yeah. know what I mean? How much, so, so you got tickets for these, obviously. Yeah. So how much when you get tickets are these worth? So... You buy the ticket, the ticket's $200. The ticket gets you to the festival, but you also get four of the regular and then one barrel variant, but it's random, which variant you get. And so people fight over those. Like, my favorite was, it was the least popular, but 2016, I got Dwarven Power Bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Great name, right? It was just the Dark Lord Agent uh, Moscato Barrel. Okay. But then the one that everybody wants, the like one that you can sell day of for a thousand dollars, is called Marshmallow Hanji, and it's yes. not far off from the right. Yes. It's just the Dark Lord aged in a bourbon barrel with uh, cocoa nibs and vanilla. That's it, huh? That's it. But they just figured out the the recipe perfectly. It's amazing though. I got it. Uh, my 2018 was that, yeah. uh, and and I opened that up a couple of years ago, and it was the first time I ever had it. It hit the hype. Mm-hmm. No. So, but so you gotta love these big beers. So this says it's formula one million one hundred eighty-eight thousand five hundred twenty. That's what it says here. So does this mean that they literally tried one point one million <laughs> fucking variations to get this right perfectly? What the fuck does this mean? Uh, 
I genuinely don't know. But I do know from year to year, even the regular, the base Dark Lord, they do change a little bit because uh, some of them, uh, the 2017 had more of a red fruit flavor. The 2015 was very brown sugar cinnamon. So uh, it does every year change, and then when you put the barrel stuff in it, I'm really nerding out right now. No, we want to hear it. That's the point. Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of the point. I know that I'm looking at my phone, but I I do want to hear this. I, I legit, this was confusing to me. This is a beer podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, no, they, it's one of those that I like sweeter beers. I don't like roastier coffee flavored stuff, so... This is already in my ballpark, just the straight up uh, Dark Lord. And then the real gem is like that kind of like quiet lottery of trying to get your berry and figuring out what it is. Yeah. Every once in a while, like, I don't want to say that any of them are bad, but there's sometimes you'll get a berry and you're like, fuck, this is the worst you could get. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The <laughs> like, worst of them, is, yeah. This is the kid nobody picks for But you can feel like, you feel like, like peppermint. Just, you're like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they had a hot pepper one one year that was way too hot. Like it just ruined the whole thing. I can't uh, imagine. This I something love this thick and beer. no green chili beers are fucking I'm a gross. Big dude. Fan. What? Fuck yeah. you! Those fucking things are gross. fucking delightful. No, they're not. No, no. Bro, no. you guys are all wrong. No, you're wrong. Bull and Bush has a green hatch chili and you haven't uh, convinced me of anything, bro. <laughs> bro, I'll, I'll, they've next got a green hatch. I'll yeah. fucking go bring some for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Because they use the the peaches. They use Palisade peaches and this has green chili. Nothing to do with it's it. Fucking delightful. No. Chili you guys peach. Are all wrong. No. What? Is it is it more heavy on the chili side or the peach side? Uh, it's 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 a such a good balance because the peach really. <laughs> I'm serious. The peach le- mellows out the hatch. The chili. terrible flavor of the chili. Hatch yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you're not even a fucking native here. Of course you don't like. Fucking wow, you had defensive really fast. Yeah, who doesn't really like fast. green chili beer, man? I like green chili everything besides beer, Brent. You, you, you've had bad green chili beers. What no, green that's chili not true. Have you had? All of them. I've literally had so many. What? I'm not really? We've I'm done 70 episodes of this podcast. You don't think I've had a green chili fucking beer? I don't think you beer? have had a good one, then. There's no good ones. Maybe I just like bad beer. It all it be, just smells like fucking green pepper skin. Would it be comparable it. to like a Bloody Mary type experience? No, no, no. No? no. It just that's tastes right. very, it's very vegetal. It's what? very vegetal. Uh, I walked in. That's uh, close to vaginal. <laughs> Hello, being bad boys, talking about in, vaginas. Uh, I walked in during a brew day when they were making a Serrano pepper beer, mm-hmm. and they were live cutting uh, like the 400 pounds. And it was like you walk into, like the whole building was just maced. Like, yeah. you, as soon as you walk in, you're like, everything is running. <laughs> Why are you a- acting like that's not delightful? <laughs> yeah, I went to a George Floyd protest. I love that. I'm love a big fan. Yeah, big yeah. fan. I don't know. I think you're all wrong. I love green chili beers. Well, that's uh, good. I've had yeah. some bad ones, but people are uh, wrong about a lot of things, Brent. Okay. Yeah, I know, but I haven't been wrong since fucking 2019. <laughs> 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 Were you the one that said this COVID thing ain't gonna be? Uh huh. That's for sure, man. <laughs> that's delicious. <laughs> uh, before we get out of here, uh, what do you guys want to rank? What do you, what's not one, two, and three? This is easy. Between the variant, the Dark Lord, and Hetty Topper. Am I starting? Yeah, go ahead. Oh. You said it was easy. It is easy. Uh, I think by far, this is the most unique, robust, this uh, variant. Yeah. The Dark Lord uh, variant. The Dark Lord variant is the most uh, uh, unique and complex beer in here. 
Uh, I think that the next one, um, and I would want this on a more regular basis, is the Heady Topper. And then far last is this. <laughs> I do not like the Dark Lord at all. I'm very surprised that this very. It's the same beer, it, right? I'm so surprised it's the same beer. Because that Dark Lord I do not like. I don't like the way it smells. I don't like the way it tastes. I don't but like would you even believe that like one of the beers on this table is like a $500 bottle? That, so I'm not huge into the beer world. That blows my mind. That, yeah. I mean, it, it, it shouldn't because every everything has a has a niche top niche, end. Yeah, like a cigar com- can cost $500. Games, whatever the fuck, yeah, you yeah. Know. Uh, so that does blow my mind. But um, that is a fantastic mixture of... of uh, and, like they just nailed that. Yeah, it's that super. Great. Honestly, I would give it the same ranking. I really yeah, would. yeah, you know, me too. Actually, I'm going the same. I'm going the same direction. Can, if we're if we're wrapping up between us, can I take next because you're a true like oh, no, connoisseur? <laughs> All yours. Okay, because I'm a total novice, and I think I think you don't really drink beer very often. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I've I've been very much educated tonight because I I feel like. Before I moved out here, which was like four years ago, I would get, I would most, I was mostly like a Rolling Rock drinker, you wow. know. That's fine. You know, that's fine. And then I came out here, and there's so many shows at breweries that I was actually exposed to it if all the time. Comedy, but when I'm actually ordering it, I'm just like, let me get your lager, or let me get your. Uh, American Pale Ale or something like that. Yeah, I sometimes remember the names, yeah. but I don't know why I like it or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and in terms of this, I would definitely drink Heady Topper first. Yeah, at any, yeah, oh, at, any sure. at any time. That's like the, that's the casual. That's yeah. the casual. That's, like, exactly. that's yeah. a casual high end beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, that's only because you compared it to two stouts, though. It's also the beginning. Of, this is the first fucking 90-degree day we've had all year, second one, right? I'm not discrediting his perspective on you that could, at all though. because, yeah, if you were, were going to rank this in terms of drinkability, just if you walked oh, into the bar. walks away yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of learning it, I think the way we progressed from the Dark Lord to the variant yeah. actually really educated me because, like, the Dark Lord was... Not a shock to my sis. Like, it really was. But though. I don't yeah. like, uh, I'm not a particular huge fan of uh, stouts or anything that's too thick or like chocolatey. Um, and then I had that and I was like, I I learned to like it as I was enjoying the drink. But right. initially I was like, I wouldn't order this. And then I got the variant and then I retrospectively kind of like appreciated the in a weird way a yeah the variant more. makes you appreciate the base yes. like yeah. a little more right? because it is much more of a you know you're not going to take huge drinks of this right. you're just no, going to be no, this is very there. much meant to do like in exactly like the setting it's still sitting in my mouth right I have, now. like yeah. we have, you have five people around yeah. we're just like it's like a bottle of wine yeah. almost yeah that's what it seems like yeah did you know it was the same beer uh, no, I didn't. I, I, Did you I think imagine, it was the same? I imagine from the wax that it was the same yeah, brewery. The same brewery. But yeah. did you think it was the same beer? Um, the well, bo- the bottles are shaped completely differently. So. Yeah, exactly. It looks like a totally, it's totally different, different sizes beer. too. This is a mm-hmm. twenty-two ounce, and this is seven hundred and fifty milliliters. So that is a bottle of wine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, in terms of education, the variant's my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I put Hetty here. And oh, I cool way to get to agree with all of us. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking cocksucker. Take the long <laughs> route. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hey, that's going to do it for the road. What about his, uh, what about his thing? Did you get it? I, 
I agreed with Brent, but actually, I just want my one caveat is, is I want to say it is a sharing beer. You were right, and uh, that is the most fun about getting these. You don't have to yell, Peter. Yeah, you are. You are, you are firing on all cylinders right now. <laughs> I'm just so glad you guys like had this with me and got to share because this yeah, is like, the most fun about these. Yeah, things. yeah. That's the yeah. thing about getting a big bottle is like actually Thank sharing you for it with it. people yeah. you want to like hang out with. So very grateful uh, for you for doing that. Appreciate you idiots have anything to plug? <laughs> yeah, I got a whole bunch to plug. Super sentimental. Just to. Hey, come on. Michael's in Chattanooga soon. With Eddie Pat. With Eddie, Eddie Pat. Yeah. I'm excited about that, yeah. Yeah. Where are you at? Go ahead. Uh, Chattanooga, JJ's Bohemia, June 16th. It's going to be fun. There you go. And if uh, you yeah. can't make that, June Great. 17th, I'm headlining that night. There you go. Even better. I don't know if it's better, but that's pretty cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Very it's good more for you. It's better for you. You deserve yeah. it. It's not for the audience. May all the centaurs address your presence. <laughs> Yes. People bring bring Fuck Michael Dark Lords if you have. Oh them. please. Yeah, or a variant. Right. He like he likes. Mostly variants. If you show up with a Dark Lord, <laughs> if you hand Michael a Dark Lord, he's gonna be like, I've had better. <laughs> uh, I honestly, this this has been my biggest thing of the summer is doing this run in Denver, but it's over. So I don't know. I just my Instagram is p e h e i n z p. I started it before I started comedy, and I just like thought it was like a. You, you know, you can change it, right? I need to, but <laughs> and, and nothing will happen. Like everyone will still be able I'm to change my Instagram handle like three times. Yeah, yeah you're fine. Everyone's still fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Just follow me. I might do something near you someday. <laughs> sick, nice. fucking way to go. Yeah, that was a sick pitch. <laughs> 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 Uh, he brought the beer. Uh, yeah, the beer is great. Uh, my name is Brent Gill. You can find me on Instagram at I am Brent Gill. Uh, also follow my YouTube channel, Brent Gill Comedy. Uh, I put up uh, fun videos there as well. You can find me live every sun, almost every sun. I mean, the show is every Sunday uh, at the uh, Boulder Comedy Show. Just search Boulder Comedy Show at the Rayback Collective. Uh, depending on when this comes out, if you're a Denver-based person, uh, if you go to Brent Gill Comedy, you can find my calendar, and I will be at Stim Cider on the Thursday coming up. God damn it. What day is this? On it's, the Thursday. That's all right. We have uh, a show. We'll cut it out anyway. Yeah, <laughs> Thursday's the 10th. Thursday's the 10th. That's where I'm at. And, then I'm, nice. and then I'm in a wedding and then I'm doing a, uh, a roast for a guy that I met at a country club on the 26th of June. So if y'all want to come, come on. Uh, you're writing, you're writing roast jokes for a guy you met at a country club? Yeah, once? I don't know him at all. And it's just, this is terrible, but uh-huh. it's... Got a comment in it, so I'm in it. Uh, I'm doing yeah. it. But, All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then if you guys, uh, if you're a chick and uh, or dude, and you guys uh, want me to to sign you up on my OnlyFans account, um, I'm also building OnlyFans pages. Yeah. Well, that's the downer of the episode, right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like if you're a chick or dude, nowhere beyond or in between. <laughs> hey guys, follow me on Bren's OnlyFans. Dude, it's <laughs> good. I'm fucking, I'm fucking killing it. I I get so many hits. I'm doing a feature. <laughs> you never knew you were a niche until you put yourself out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm telling you, man. Well, thank you guys very much for doing the show. Hey, thanks for having uh, us. We got some new shows coming up. Uh, we're back at Welcome Home Brewing soon in Parker. And we'll be at oh, Station yeah. 26. 
We're going to be at Station 26. we got our show coming up at The Lodge, which is the new extension of Woods Boss downtown. They've got a really sick event space that they put right next to the brewery, which is yeah. pretty amazing. They've got uh, a full stage, light system, sound. Uh, it's a 110-person venue. It's going nice. to be really... Oof, it's going to be... You guys are some of the best independent shows in the country. We're trying. Nice. We're doing what yeah, we can. Very, very uh, we have Valjanke Cider coming up soon as yeah. well. Uh, so just go to rotatingtapcomedy.com to check out all the shows. You can check, you can check out our social media to see what we got going on. Um, thank you very much to our sponsors, uh, Rocky Mountain Pizza, Epic Brewing Company, New Image Brewing Company. Uh, thank you so much, and good night. Bye. Bye.